what separates a romantic relationship from a friendship? Physical touch. That and physical affection. touch, that physical affection. That's something you got to be intentional about. Yeah. It's easy to fade away. My love language is touch. I understand like the sadness of feeling touch deprived. It's just happening more than ever right now. Too. Yeah, because people are going through like kind of the same thing. One, two, three, four. <laughs> hey, I'm MJ. And I'm Bree. Welcome to Keeping It Casual. A sex positive dating and relationship advice podcast. Yes, I'm married with two kids. But I'm navigating this crazy dating world. We're just here to share our drama. And the wild stories of our listeners. Your Vegas girls are here for you. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> whoa, whoa. We are recording in my email. Hey, we got an email from the IDAC crew. We'll read that another time. It's a why did I date him? Loving, touching, squeezing. Here we go. Hey, guys. Good afternoon. We have been talking about Bound to Happen. We like to record outside. And we said we're going to be recording live from the pool. And we're doing it. it. It's a bajillion degrees in Vegas. It's about 113 (laughs) I saw in my car when I was driving over here. And when you texted me this this morning, (laughs) this afternoon, it was my morning though you texted me you were like we're just chilling in the pool and i was like okay i'm gonna get ready and come over and i'm gonna chill in the pool too yeah i don't need to get ready let's do this yeah let's I'm, do I'm it i'm excited i am too brie was always like no i'm gonna fall in or the equipment's gonna fall in but i think we have it all good we literally have the little zoom podcast recorder sitting on a ice pack so it doesn't overheat <laughs> oh um, man this is the light this is the vegas life guys it's so hot i was just in san diego and it was like 75 was the peak and it was gorgeous out and then I come back and it's like we're in a heat wave and it's excessive heat warnings and I was like can I just stay and can I just go back to San Diego yes we all want to be living Oceanside in California right now not right now but just in 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 theory okay (laughs) so I have an update you guys with a slut bot what tell me more so I get a text yesterday I'm at Walmart picking up some groceries (laughs) and I get a text that's like I know I haven't made a lot of time for you recently (laughs) but I'm willing to reset and I was like (laughs) and it was from a number I didn't know and I was like who the fuck is this and i didn't want to say who the fuck is this real quick so i like googled the area code and it was san francisco and i was like is this my friend grace fucking with me like having her boyfriend text me or yeah, something like what's going on what's going on and so i texted her and i was like is, are you fucking with me and she was like if i wanted my boyfriend to sex with you i'd be like hey he's gonna sex with you so he can work on his skills and i was like yeah you're right you would have warned me first and I was like, who is this? And they were like, it's Slutbot. I feel like we should reconnect. And I was like, dear God. So um, Keepers, I did that for you. And now I'm getting stalked by an app. <laughs> now you're getting stalked by the Slutbot. I love it. It just pops up at Walmart. It's like, what are you wearing? You're like, what? Who are you? <laughs> That's so great. Could you imagine if I would have, if it would have happened when I was in San Diego with my guy? Oh, or just like somebody, like, somebody picked up your phone, like you're in the shower and all all yeah. of a sudden, they're like, "What is? Who the fuck is this?" They're like, "It's Slutbot." They're like, "Slutbot, huh? Who's Slutbot?" <laughs> it's Jake from State Farm. It's Jake. It's Slutbot from Jukesbox.com. <laughs> oh my god! I was just like, "What the fuck?" So I deleted it real quick. That is awesome, and, and I, texted, I love it so much. I texted you immediately after it happened. I was like, "I have something to tell you, and I have to tell it on the podcast, and I can't tell you anything." <laughs> And she was like, I'm ready. Thank you for saving that little tidbit for us. Because uh, bringing sexting back was an awesome episode. Even my friend, she messaged. She goes, sexting all the way. She just put, I've got my head back in the game. Yes. She's a married woman. So yes. appreciate that. 
All right, and guys, guess what? We need to give a shout-out to our partners in crime, Like a Kitten. Yeah. They inspire women to embrace their sexuality and mainstream masturbation. Yes, you guys, the Good Vibes Summer Boxes have been sent out officially on June 1st, so we can't wait to see what's in ours. We're going to do an unboxing video for you and, uh, you know, dive into all our favorites. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we've got you 20% off. Go to likeakitten.com and apply code KEEPERS20. So tell me about San Diego. Tell me, tell me. The weather was perfect the entire time I was there. And you uh, got to sneak around and do things without masks. I'm like, I don't want to be on the beach in a mask. No, I definitely Kill was me not now. on the beach in a mask. Beach rules are really kind of stupid right now. Mm -hmm. Not stupid. I'm sure they're in place for whatever reason, social distancing. But my group I was with, we were definitely socially distant from everybody on that beach. Because, mm -hmm. you know, if you're playing in the water, that's fine. If you're exercising on the beach, that's fine. But you can't just be, like, sitting there. Mm -hmm. I, I gotcha. sat there. I sat on the beach. Whatever. <laughs> but anytime, like... the <laughs> I'm such a dick. Anytime, like, because they were like, you can be exercising on the beach if you're not in the water. I went in the water. I go swimming in the ocean. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. I love it. Me too. I love that it's very salt cleansing. water. Yeah. I love it. I love what it does to my hair and my, my hair. skin. Well, I don't put my hair in there because of my extension. But my skin, yes. And it helps me, like, with my sinuses, too. All that salt water kind of like. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, it always clears up my skin. Yeah. Like, my skin's breaking out. It just, the salt yes. is just. It's good. It's natural. Of course, um, I just roll around it and loofah up. <laughs> 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 so anytime the the lifeguards would come by and like telling the people who were sitting around that they had to be doing standing whatever running i would start teaching yoga to the group i was with i was like Perfect. and downward dog yes there you go i would have been laying there and then like at one point they kind of came around i was like we're in dead man's pose right now <laughs> Savasana, please don't speak for three minutes. <laughs> You're ruining my shit. I have found my Zen moan. Yeah. <laughs> they probably hate it just as much, you know? Yeah. They're like, oh, God, just enforcing people not to take in fresh air is just. Yeah. So <laughs> that was fine. And then the first night, we were in like the gas lamp quarter area. That's mm -hmm. where we stayed. I was in a beautiful townhome. Airbnb, right? Yeah. Across from me was a bunch of beautiful high rises. And then across the other street was a bunch of crackheads. Oh, yeah. It sounds like downtown Las Vegas. But then that's basically what it was. <laughs> It was like any downtown. It was downtown LA, downtown Vegas, any downtown yeah. like city area. You could walk down this street, but not this one next to it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it was, which is fine. We see a restaurant where we can sit inside or outside, but I chose outside because it was beautiful weather. Mm -hmm. I could sit on a table without a mask and order a michelada and <sighs> eat it. food and I just it was great so that's what we did and then the first night we were there like my guy texted me and he was like where are you at just like send me your pen so I sent it to him and I was like I know you've worked all day I know like whatever and he was like I want to see you mm -hmm. and I was like yeah but like I'm here for a few more days like it's not a big deal he's like I'm coming right now like, oh. <laughs> Brielle it's not a big deal you know I'm just here thinking you know just do my thing and then like by the next day I was like here's my pen I'll see you in a few minutes. Yes. <laughs> like, I, yes. I changed it up. I went from like whatever to being like, get in an Uber. I'll see you now. Like, I don't want to bother you to get your sexy buns over to me immediately for squeezes. Get your nice hands over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chris has nice hands, too. I've always appreciated just nice Yeah. I, I, I didn't even like it wasn't even anything that had ever registered to me until I was like we were at lunch one day and I looked over and I was like, oh, my God, your hands are so nice. I didn't say it out loud. Of course, I'm thinking that and I was like his hands. I kind of want them on me. Oh, God. I know. Bear paws. <laughs> you don't realize you like
like something until you see it on somebody and you're like, oh God, those biceps, look at those forearms, just weird things. Is that like weird? Like, look at your knees. Does that like, is that, does that <laughs> like hot knees. go in part? Does this like count as weird things that turn you on about your partner? Probably. I think so. Yeah. Hands. Yeah. Nice hands. Nice hands. Yeah. Chris has an incredible back and he has a monster dragon tattoo piece on. Chris does back. have a nice back. Yeah. He's got, <laughs> baby got back and a booty. All of it. I've, I've never checked out your husband's booty. It checks out everybody out it's there it's, it's there i don't think booty. i've ever like just put that much thought into it he's always <laughs> shirtless when i'm over so yeah. i've noticed his back <laughs> he doesn't have time ripped. for shirts he doesn't have time to work out he's just naturally ripped yeah yeah Fucker. i was gonna ask that i was like he doesn't really work out it must be his job though yeah he works out a lot at work i guess he's lifting he's things. always like working on cars and lifting things and doing <laughs> thi- i don't know chris is like a manly man they're actually building all the plastic pieces for this casinos currently like the plastic oh, dividers sh- that are going to be between people oh and that's at awesome the, at the casino tables is it <laughs> i know it's it's a good yeah they they do a lot of jobs for all the casinos yeah, and all I, the I was like hoping stuff. that he was uh, gonna be working for what the Hard Rock's gonna become. He's gonna he was redo helping Virgin. Get, yeah, he was gonna help redo Virgin. Was, oh, they probably will. They get different contracts for all the. Casinos. I know they do. I was like, I was gonna come over and be like, Chris, tell me what's go- what's gonna look like in there. <sighs> Richard Branson's dream casino. Oh, but the Hard Rock it. was so cool. Like RIP to the Hard Rock Las oh, Vegas guys. That was my favorite spot. Yeah, it's gonna be even cooler because you can't make it less. Oh, okay. So. Funny story from San Diego, and then I'll let you catch up on your life. Mm-hmm. I am a lot more naive than I think I am sometimes. Oh, so my girl, let's hear it. Okay, my guy, he's talking about farm parties. Okay, and I was like, think I don't know. We were talking about parties, this, this, that. And I was like, oh, I used to party with these kids in high school, and I was like, because they had better alcohol, bigger houses, and he goes in better drugs, and I was like, weed. Yeah, <laughs> who had all the weed? Yeah, they had <laughs> all the weed. He said something about farm parties, and I'm thinking like a party at a farm. Well, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, what, did you like party in the barn? (laughs) And he goes, no, like pharmaceutical parties. And I was like, I'm an idiot. Farm party. Yes. And Haley was like, my 15 year old niece, she goes, what are you, like, you didn't know that? And I was like, (laughs) my guy's 10 years older than me. He knows this slang. Yeah. My 15 year old niece knows this slang. I looked at my cousin and she goes, I thought it was at a farm too like, i did too honestly I i'm like i never heard a farm party like it was all like freaking dropping acid and ecstasy like <laughs> yeah you know like i don't know pills were that big it was like they people were excited people, about raving and stuff when i was in high school pills weren't big when i was in high school either or yeah. if they were i wasn't in on it yeah. i don't know yeah same. i've never been to a farm party i was thinking like footloose like we can't dance so we're dancing <laughs> in the barn that sounds like the most boring party ever we're all just gonna pop pills and sit around and drool like what it, what is that i don't I don't, I don't even know, know but lame. Know Farm parties are lame. That sounds so boring. <laughs> we were like taking massive acid drips and like dancing all night. And, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We danced at our parties. You guys just sound like you lounged a lot. Yes. What do you do at a farm party? Like, legit, I'm thinking, like, they're dancing in a bar. Everybody's blacked out. It's like that scene in True Blood when she hypnotized everybody and, like, their eyes turned black. Yes. And Thievery Corporation was playing. Yes. (laughs) Except for without the the giant orgy. It could have been, and nobody remembers because they were all, like, taking pills and taking pills and drinking. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's my um, Brie doesn't know cool slang. I didn't know that either. So I'm, 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 
I'm gonna laugh because I bet half of our listeners know it and half of them don't. So half that's of them are like thinking like us. They're like, oh yeah, a party in a barn. Interesting. What? They're <laughs> like, I went to a farm party. It was fucking epic. Y'all don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Send us all the deets, okay? When Tell us about party. your farm parties <laughs> and why it was so special. <laughs> I think quarantine has has given Chris and I um a, a really good connection because I think like even with children, we're kind of quarantined because unless yeah. we get a babysitter or we get friends yeah. to help us with the kids, we're kind of stuck at home. Yeah. So it's it made us embrace more things to do at home and I think with quarantine we've all we've all been seeking outwards for so long because there's so many options outside of yeah. our own space that we can take them but now I've been looking inward more like what can I do at home I've been doing my yoga I've been waking up in the morning I did it four out of seven days last week good I missed you. a few but I can tell the days I didn't I crave like waking up early again so it's becoming a really good habit putting myself to bed yes but also like really prioritizing our date night like what what helps for us is like okay sitting in front of the TV where we're sitting all the time with the kids is not going to be a good date night situation yeah, like sitting up outside yeah so we sat up outside we said let's get the kids to bed or at nine o'clock we're meeting outside we're playing music make a couple of cocktails and we had the best night we laughed and talked and just hung out it was like hanging out at a bar without having to go to the bar yeah, we were like, I was like, this is our bar. So, you know, we've always had that option. That option's been available to us since ever. Yeah. It's available to everybody, but sometimes you just don't take it because you're like, ah, eh, there's so much else to do. Yeah. And then honestly, sometimes you end up doing nothing. So it's really forced us to like really prioritize alone time. Good. And I, it was fucking phenomenal. Oh, so that's awesome. It, it's, it's good to connect when you've been in relationships for so long and you feel like we can still get down and connect. We're still hot for each other. We still have these great moments. And yes. it's. Um, but you have to set aside time. It ain't just going to happen. No. You know, it's like setting aside time for your workout or, you know, setting intention and being like, we're gonna making this happen. Let's do it. Even just setting aside, like, I, I, I get that because, like, with me, it was like, okay, I can't go visit my guy in quarantine, blah, 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 whatever, because he's an essential worker. Mm-hmm. And then finally, it just I said, fuck it. I want to go. Yep. And it was setting aside the time for it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It was the easiest thing to do. The only reason I got an Airbnb is because I was going with other people, too. Like, if it would have been just me, I would have stayed with him. Yeah, but exactly. I wasn't going to be like, hey, by the way, uh, my friends are going to sleep here, too. Yeah. I think really we all, it's a weird time, but we all have options. Listen to yourself and what you need and do it in a smart way. But, yeah. you know, a lot of the media and a lot of social media can get really overwhelming and it makes you feel like you have no options so just remember you do have options so make the most of them well that leads right into this advice email that you know nothing about yes okay i've been waiting for this i love when she has stuff to tell me and doesn't tell me What's up, guys? It's MJ. And Bree. So now more than ever, visual content is key to helping build brand awareness. So it can be overwhelming to do it all sometimes. Do not let your vision suffer. It's time to outsource. Whether you are a social media influencer needing an editor for your videos or an entrepreneur needing multiple promo videos, we found your guy right here in Las Vegas, Mike Fox at avprovideography.com. He has over 15 years of experience. Yes, go ahead and check that IG now. Um, He can help you capture your vision. You know, maybe it's a one time project or if you're looking for more consistent weekly content or monthly promotions he is definitely your man he specializes in multiple videos at one monthly price and you are guaranteed your videos in seven days or less head to avprovideography.com for a free 15 minute consultation about your project or ideas to further build your brand and see what he can do for you that 15 minute consultation goes a long way just tell him MJ and Bree from Keeping a Casual Podcast sent you for that extra sweet hookup just do it we got this on Instagram DMs okay. and they want to stay anonymous. Okay. Where are they from? 
Uh, Los Angeles. Okay. This guy I've been dating since November will not get naked with me because of COVID-19. Mm. Is he really paranoid or planning his escape once the pandemic is over? He thinks exchanging bodily fluids is risk is risky. Yes, we were intimate pre-pandemic. Not as much as I would like, though. He's 57. However, he will travel to Home Depot, 7-Eleven, whatever, to grab chocolate milk, which is definitely not an essential outing. Sexting, he doesn't really flirt via text at all. Never has. But 57, I feel like he's not really the sexting generation we spend time twice a week at his house on different ends of the couch oh i say affectionate things to him to compliment him since i can't touch him he doesn't really reciprocate i sleep in his bed however no hugs no touching it's a bit of a letdown i kind of feel like i don't even want to go back to being intimate with him since it's been so long i just look at him like a platonic dude friend any suggestions signed anonymous in los angeles I think it's become more of a comfort thing, but I think, I mean, what he's worried about is kind of irrational because you both can get STD testing and you can both get tested for COVID. I understand losing your sex drive through this because I lost mine. mine. With all this information coming at us so much, I was just like... It's scary. Yeah, it was scary, and I didn't feel sexy. I mean, I was living in sweatpants. I didn't make my partner feel like he was a sexy man. Like, I I gave up on that. I was like, you yeah. know what? Fuck this. I went through that, too. It was yeah. like a whole month of just pajamas, and we all laughed about how long we were in our pajamas. Yeah. Just, why not? Exactly. But then, you know, I was like, I got to change this because I'm depressed. But I hate saying this. He's 57. What if he needs like a little blue pill or something? And it could be that. You know, if you guys have been intimate before and then all this shit happened and then it just totally killed his drive. It's scary for a lot of people and it's yeah. affecting everybody in different ways. So if you think this is worth working on and doing a relationship, I think it would help to really get some solid information yeah. instead of having all these irrational fears. Yeah. Like if he's not willing to look at the facts and just being overwhelmed and irrational about things yeah. then maybe it's something more that's not worth and, and I guess you enjoy his company want to be friends yeah sitting on opposite ends of the couch is a bit extreme and then like okay let's sleep in the same bed but let's not I think that's just a comfort thing and a company thing so if you're comfortable just being in his company and you like that mm-hmm. friendship right now then I say there's nothing wrong with that you know you just yeah. have to look at it like okay this is not happening I went through something and I was texting you about it and you said oh my god I read this great article mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And it was very similar to what we what we got this advice email from. The one with talking about being touch deprived, the yes. pandemic. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. That was a good one. I found it on your tango one day. So one thing it was talking about is like people that are in touch deprived relationships. It happens a lot. It happens mostly when you're in long-term relationships mm-hmm. or when you have kids. Because when it comes with kids, it seems like the parents tend to turn all their affection and attention and all that good loving they were given to their t- partner mm-hmm. to their children. And they... S- start forgetting about their partner but also in one-on-one relationships too because just become ships passing in the day and you're so used to these routines and the person's there and you forget how much just a hug or a squeeze or maybe just laying next to them and resting your head in their lap or even just doing like a little butt tap yeah just little fun flirty ways of touching each other and you know chris and i have been through phases like that where i realize like i haven't even looked him in the eyes today like i haven't i'll give him a quick kiss goodnight or hug or this or that Mm -hmm. but it's been a busy day but have i gone up behind him and just squeezed him and held him or laid next to him and 
you know, I play with his hair, whatever, you know. And I was like, I need to like remember that that's something you got to be intentional about. Yeah. It's easy to fade away. Can't look at this from like a long term marriage thing. Um, but my love language is touch. So, I mean, I understand like the sadness of feeling touch deprived. It's just happening more than ever right now. Too. Yeah, because people are going through like kind of the same thing. We're all wearing, you know, living in the same sweatpants for three days. Mm-hmm. It's like in um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Wow. Remember the beginning of that movie when she was like, you wore sweatpants for a week. Yeah. And you didn't change out of them. You weren't, you weren't giving me your time or your attention. You were just like living on the couch. Yeah. And that affected their relationship. And of course, everybody wants to like hate Sarah Marshall in that movie. Yeah. But it's like, I get it, girl. Oh, hell yeah. If you're in a relationship that's touch deprived, what separates a romantic relationship from a friendship? Physical touch That physical affection. touch, that physical affection. And it's not necessarily just sex because you can have sex with a friend. Mm-hmm. It's also that physical attention. Yeah. So if you're dealing with this, there's a couple of things you can do with it. Yeah. And it has some really good points on here. One of the things was kind of shocking to me because everybody talks about communication. Communication's everything. You, you want this from your partner? communicated this is the one thing where you do not need to communicate nope you just do it yeah because basically you start bringing it up you know i'm not feeling you're giving me enough attention or enough touch or anything they're gonna feel immediately blamed for the whole thing exactly and it's not even like that what you can do is show them and it's not like we'll go start squeezing and hugging them more maybe that's not their love language maybe Maybe their love language is acts of service and they want you to cook them a nice steak for dinner yeah so when you hone in on to what your partner's love language is I Brie was like, should we do a love language episode? And I was like, has everybody done one? Yeah. But I don't know if you've officially like just done one. So no. maybe we'll do maybe. one for you guys. If you hone in on what their love language is and start showing them that kind of attention more, mm-hmm. then they're going to turn around and feel more lovable towards you. Yeah. And, and, if you- and I get that too. Um, see, my love language is touch. I talk about it a lot. But I'm pretty sure my guy's love language is gifts. Mm-hmm. And I'm an excellent gift giver, but I am not yes. a sporadic gift giver. Uh-huh. Like, I'm a, I'll give you a gift on your birthday gift giver or Christmas, not like sporadic, but people who love gifts are sporadic gift givers. Hmm. So this is something I'm going to have to zone in on. This is new territory for me. Well, like Chris is quality time. So I know if I want some attention and I want some, I want his hands on me, all I got to do is go like sit next to him while he's on the couch watching TV and unwinding and just lay my head in his lap or just sit next to him and he's immediately hands all over me. Yeah, and, and it, it, it helps you avoid the, la- number two, avoid the lack of sex and affection trap. Oh so like, God. yeah, I had this go- happen with a friend where she and her husband were not being intimate and then he didn't cheat on her per se. He just started, you know, flirting with other women on the internet, which is mm. s- still crossing a boundary that Definitely. shouldn't have been crossed. Yeah. But at the same time, and I'm not defending him in any way, mm-hmm. when the sex goes for a very long time, she even told me, she was like, well, we have sex, but I'm not into it. That's problematic because then that's just doing sex out of routine. That's not that's like... prioritizing. Yeah. Not even sexy prioritizing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just doing sex. If you have like this routine thing that's going on and you're not into it, that's not yeah. good. I wouldn't well, want to be a part of having sex with somebody and them not be into it. The, so the lack of sex and affection trap is basically like, okay, man wants to go and have sex with his wife. So he, he goes at her and she's just like, no, and turns it down like I'm not in the mood and then from her perspective she's Mm -hmm. like you know 
He doesn't touch me all day long, and all of a sudden he comes and puts his hands on me just because he wants sex. So there's that whole buildup in the middle that's mm-hmm. not even being addressed. Yeah. He's not touching her and making her feel wanted and sexy throughout yeah. the day. That way when he comes at her at the end of the night and like, baby, let's get it on, she's not just like, what, you just want to fuck? She's just like, oh, you've been winding me up all day. Yeah. So the affection and the touching is so yeah. important with that, you know? And I totally hear that. So neither of them are feeling love. Yeah. He doesn't understand why she doesn't want it. He's feeling rejected and mm-hmm. she's feeling neglected. I like point three. Point three, focus on what you can control yourself and your own happiness. In a relationship, we can never control how somebody else acts mm-hmm. as much as we would like to. Reach. <laughs> Controlling <laughs> behavior leads down to distance resistance and shutdown yeah focus on you being happy and easy and fun to be around oh my gosh yeah. I feel and like it says the flirting and affection are more likely to follow i feel like we have a friend in this very situation right now trying to control a situation it really sucks because i understand that frustration when you're not connecting with a partner and sometimes you're like well you just have to talk about it sometimes, sometimes you don't no and i think this is one of those things where you don't you should really just lean in a different way yeah and if you don't understand what your partner's love language is and stuff mm-hmm. It's time to really get to know them a little better. Play some sexy games. You know, Chris and I did this sex personality quiz uh, on our date night the other night. I love that. He's not into talking about stuff like that unless I really, like, corner him. And that's what I did at our date night when there was no TV. Yeah. Um, But I asked him his, and it was just fun to talk about things. We realized, you know, we have fun connecting and understanding each other. It's really important. I had a very similar situation. I think my guy's all sweet and innocent constantly. And then he threw, like, some info down at me when I was in San Diego this weekend. I'm not going to tell you what he told me, but Uh he said something and I went, tell me everything. (laughs) Tell me more, please. Farm parties. You thought he was all innocent. Like he's got, (laughs) he's got farm parties. And then this other story that made me go, Oh, (laughs) wait, what? Where did that come from? I like it. Yeah. I love it. We're always going to learn more about your partner. So don't think it's the end of things. You know, no. it's a weird time. Give everybody a little grace and space to have what they need. But if you're controlling your happiness yeah. and focusing on yourself, if you're like, oh, I tried everything. I can't make them happy. Yeah. Make yourself fucking happy and just be yeah. give them that energy that you're yeah. in a, you're happy. You're happy to see them all the time. And and, and, and once again, uh, that's that's for everybody. But once again, listener um, anonymous in Los Angeles. Yeah. If a guy loses his sex drive, it makes him more nervous in the bedroom mm-hmm. because, oh, well, God, I didn't perform then. So what if I can't perform now and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I've gone through this with men. Then they're too much in their head about it and they can't perform. So maybe it's something like that. He got scared. The performance stopped. And now he's still scared. You've definitely been kind of put in the corner and that's not fair to be like all no. of a sudden we were hooking up and now we're just friends. So if it's something that's bothering you and you feel like you don't enjoy the friendship and you want more, then you might need to kind of give him some space yeah. and not be as available for him and see how he comes back around and approaches you. Yeah. Don't feel like sleeping next to you in a cold bed with like the pillow yeah. in the middle and blocking us. It's not dumb. It's irrational. It's like that has nothing to do with the pandemic right now. No. What, how you're feeling and your emotions, that has plenty to do with it. Get some information. Make sure people know how they can be safe and feel comfortable about it. And maybe it'll help to talk about things in that way. Yeah. And I'm no, sorry you're going tough. through that. That's I know. tough. But don't be in a situation where you're expecting more than somebody else is willing to give. Because, again, you can't control them. Nope. Keep yourself happy. Live it up. And, you guys, just remember, uh, it's a weird time, but we all have options. Embrace those yep. options you have. And because it is a weird time, even if you are emotionally attached, it's an easy time time to cut the shit off mm-hmm. you can blame everything right now you yes know? you can it's okay but you need the space yep 
But you know what? I think it's time for me to go swimming. Yeah. <laughs> on I that note. It's time to get in the pool. You guys, thank you so much for checking in with us every week. We really appreciate you. You guys got us on the top 200 charts. Yes. We are Woo! doing it. You, we're, This is you guys. We're killing it overseas, too. We've gone global. Yeah. But please keep rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts. For some reason, it helps us on the charts. Yeah, that's uh, how you do it for podcasts. So, so thank you so much. We love you all. And until next time, bye. bye. Oh, good times. We hope you related. If so, let us feature you. Email us at feedback at keepingitcasualpodcast.com. Or show you're a keeper on Facebook. Like the Keeping It Casual page and join the group. Yes, bonus. If you rate and review on Apple Podcasts, you get into our monthly Keeping It Casual swag giveaway. It's the last Wednesday of every month. More hookups when you share us on your Instagram stories mm-hmm. at Keeping It Casual Podcast. That's right. Find me anywhere socially at MJ Radio Diva. And I'm everywhere at Bremixed B-R-E-E-M-I-X-E-D Keep it casual Bye